playoffs, ay, playoffs, ay, it's the playoffs. Go pack go. It's the playoffs. Go pack go. Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go pack go. My name is Alex Eichstead, your host. The pack fell one short. Go pack go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five star review if you enjoyed the show. We're Ike underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. We're happy you're here. It's a sad day. Packers fell to Tampa Bay, 31-26 at home. We've got full reaction coming up with KJ. Let's dive into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eichstead. I'll be your host. And we've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. And I'm joined by my co-host, KJ, to get into it with. KJ, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty bad. Packers fans, how you feeling? Uh, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. That was tough. That hurt. That sucked. You know, that was unfortunate. It was sad. It was really, really tragic. It was the same old story. It was almost like we were taken for a ride again. The only problem was this time we had chances to win. You know, we should have won this game. Uh, it was a team effort loss. You know, the team all pitched it in was. and they really tried their hardest to lose this game. You know, and, and, and we, there's a lot of positives to take out of this, too. And but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You know, we should have won this game. Brady's going to another Super Bowl. Uh, Ike Packers, we just wanted to, to be there for you guys. We wanted to record something real quick while it's still fresh. Nobody's trying to hear about this loss. You know, nobody's trying to go deeper and dive and like, you know, go deeper into the pain of this, but we think it's important just in case anyone is, we just want to, we just want to be here for you. So you can you know, hear, what, hear what we have to say. <laughs> I love how you so, put it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have some uh, good vibes together, you know, uh, hang out for a little bit. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think what we'll do for this podcast, you know, we'll, we'll have plenty more pods on the way. We'll do some positive stuff. We'll do some giveaways, but this one, I think let's just recap the game. You know, this game, Alex, I remember going into the game. The, the spirit has never been higher. Uh, it's one of that. It's like that time of year in Wisconsin again. It's that time of year across the football world where, you know, there's just that spark of your team could maybe make it to a Super Bowl. Like this could be the year. And it's an electric feeling. It was an electric feeling. And especially, you know, the the timing of it all with, just the dark winter in Wisconsin, you know, lack of light, uh, lack of warm weather. Um, you know, obviously this year, 2020 was not ideal, but the Packers served as a great escape. And Ike Packers was hopefully able to help you uh, provide a little bit of a, an escape as well from all the negativity out there. That's what we're trying to do. But there was just unbelievable optimism going into this game. And I think even the Packers believed, like Matt LaFleur believed, and he said last year, look, we got our asses kicked. We got our keisters cleaned, kicked, whatever you want to say. Our clocks cleaned. But that was a mulligan. You know, that was our learning year. Even Mike Patton was back. You know, it's like, okay, team gets a little better. Team is young-ish outside of 12. They're progressing still. And they did. You know, across the board, they did progress uh, so much so where they had the number one offense. We haven't had that in like 10 years back when the pack went 15 and one. So it was just super exciting. It was very fun to watch. You know, we had a lot of ugly wins the prior 13 and three year. We had a lot of beautiful wins this year. And it, it was also a beautiful win last week versus the Rams, but it was anything but this week. So to start the game, we went in, man, Engage. Packers fans all over the world, tweeting us our flags, you know, just, 
where you tuning in from, everybody had their eyeballs glued to a screen for this one. Shout to all the fans who were lucky enough to go to Lambeau. Uh, everybody wishes they could have been there. You know, next year, there better be 80,000, 90,000 fans. Tailgate season better be rocking with no restrictions. Uh, we're going to need it. You know, we're going to need to forget about this somehow. Um, but pretty much it started off. <laughs> I think the reason why it hurts so bad. Sorry. Sorry, man. Yeah, go, it, go. It's, uh because it felt like we were so close. You know those types of dreams where you're like trying to run away from something or you're trying to get somewhere and you, you can like get so close but you just can't do it and you're you're trying to get there. The Packers had those offensive series in the second half after storming on this tremendous comeback after pretty much almost tossing the game away whether it was the Kevin King uh absolute mental blunder before the half or the Aaron Jones fumble. And then the Packers storm all the way back. The defense holds after Aaron Rodgers asks Darius Smith for a defensive stop. The defense gets a pick. Jair gets back-to-back picks, and the offense couldn't score the ball. It was uh, it was like, ah, uh, almost had it, you know, almost reaching out there like to take the win, take the lead, and the Packers just never really grabbed it today. Well, yeah, I mean, there was like all this energy going into the game. Win it for Ted Thompson. Win it for David Bakhtiari. Green Bay wins the toss. We elect to defer. And there's all this buildup before the game. You know, we're really healthy. The only guy who's a little nicked up is Kevin King. And the and we we preached on it. The Buccaneers, they have a tremendous receiving core. They have a loaded group of pass catchers. And we kind of needed Kevin King to go in. You know, we saw Kadar Holman out there giving up yards. Uh, Tom Brady was picking on us, picking on anyone not named Jerry Alexander. And yeah. Kevin King, you know, let's just let's just say, let's just try and pretend like we didn't see what happened going into the game. You're like, okay, we, we could use our our second best cornerback. We could use him on the field. So he was playing. Uh, it's almost like he shouldn't have been playing because it's like the Patriot or sorry, the Buccaneers were ultra focusing in on him, and it's almost like that always happens whenever there's a player who's injured. He looks it's just slow. Like a, he looks a, so slow out there today. Well, it's a point of weakness. You know, we start off the game. Patton's calling blitzes. Brady's making them play. Uh, you know, Brady hits Mike Evans for a quick touchdown. Right away, you're getting a little worried. Same old story. You're not trying to go super deep into the hole. Um, the Godwin bomb on Darnell know, Ke- Savage. Kevin King had, had to make that, that play. Well, absolutely. But let's let's not. We're not there yet. Kevin King. Early in the game, he's, he jumps into the backfield for a loss of five. You know, anyone remember that play? It was almost like Jerry Alexander the previous week where Jer, Jer had that uh, tackle for loss of three yards, that negative three yards pass play. And Kevin King kind of one-upped him, did, hey, I'm going to tackle you five yards behind the line. Well, then what happens is Mike Patton decides to pull out his old, you know, questionable uh, prevent defense. Kenny Clark gets a couple sacks, saves the Packers from going to this huge hole uh, Aaron Rodgers ties up the game, doing some great stuff. And then it looks like the Packers were just kind of hanging around, setting themselves up like we we're going to have a big second half. But then Kevin King and Mike Patton, you know, they just decided to join forces and completely, <laughs> completely give us one it of the blows. biggest setbacks you could a- ever ask for. You know, Mike Patton, it's almost like my one beef with Matt LaFleur on top of more beefs that surfaced today is that he's always been a little too nice. And you have to wonder if Mike Patton is still around just because the floor is too nice and he's a little too afraid to say, you're not good enough. 
You know, you're not good enough. You're not good for this team. You're not helping us win games. And the Packers fans have been saying it all year. You know, obviously the the Packers fans are not in control of the day-to-day decisions of the team. You know, those are people like Guttenkunst, Mark Murphy, Matt LaFleur. But it's almost like the Packers culture has always been just like a little too nice. And we've done our fair share of winning. You know, we've won. We're a winning franchise. We have a winning culture. But we're not out here going to a Super Bowl every year like Tom Brady is. And at that point, at some point, it's just got to piss you off if you're his winning. Guys, his guys looked like they were hitting way harder. I mean, Antoine Winfield came out and put a lick well, on Aaron Jones. And he I never know. was the same after he, that. He wasn't you know? even playing. Antoine Winfield wasn't even playing, man. You know, Aaron Jones oh, was getting that? lit up all game. But, yeah. You know, it, <laughs> who it didn't matter who it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the, someone the Tampa Buccaneers were actually looking to win. You know, they were pissed yeah. off. They were like, Tom Brady clearly fired him up. And the Packers, they come out nonchalant. They were kind of lazy. Yeah, lazy start again. Well, just nonchalant. Like, act like you give a damn out there. Seriously. And in Packers fans, maybe you can share in this frustration. It's like, look, MVS, Kevin King, or sorry, Kevin King, Mike Patton, it sucks because both those guys, you know, like Kevin King, I, I've been advocating for a long time. So, you know, he's a guy I'd like to see back in the Packers. Well, guess what, Packers fans? I'm able to change my mind. That's over. You know, he played <laughs> himself out. He played himself yeah. out of Green Bay today. And you know what pissed me off, Packers fans? How this guy's always hashtagging 100 mil, 100 mil, 100 mil. He's always doing a dance after every incompletion. He damn near gave up another huge he got touchdown. Lucky a lot. He got lucky. The guy botched the catch, and he's gotten up, getting up, celebrating after he already gave up a hail mary to end the half. It's like, what? Who do you think you are, Kevin King? You know, you need to go sign with like the New York Jets or something like that, New York Giants or some team with trash ass culture, because that's not winning culture. That's not what. That's not what anyone would do after giving up a play like that. And it just, yeah. it, you cannot bring him back after that. And, and what's even worse is that Aaron freaking Jones, a player who has done all the right things on and off the field, and you're really trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt to bring him back. You offer him a big-time deal, going to be making him top five running back money. You know, anyone who's a running back should take that. Just ask Melvin Gordon. But it's like at what point does personal pride get in the way? At what point is how many millions is enough? You know, like these guys get caught up on the guaranteed money. The truth of the matter is Aaron Jones played himself out of town today as well. He's gone. He's not coming back. You know, there's a lot of Packers fans are going to be upset about that. If he's back, I'm shocked. I'm fully shocked. And, and I might end up having to, you know, retract some of these statements, but it's like, he he's not going to be back. Kevin King and Aaron Jones are not going to be back. They both did what I called catastrophic mistakes. They were, you know, just mistakes that lost us this football game. And we had chances to win for sure that we didn't capitalize, but we had chances to lose that we did capitalize. And not yeah. we, it was more so individual players. Mike Patton with his play calling, Kevin King with just his boneheaded decision making, you know, Aaron Jones' lack of holding out of the football. You, I mean, two fumbles in the biggest game in Lambeau Field in 10 years, the biggest game in 12's career in 10 years. Like, Two fumbles, man. Come on. We have we have Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, and, and they just showed why we don't need Aaron Jones. It's it's sad. It's really sad. And maybe we're slightly, you know, 
a little more emotional than we would be if we were to record this pod after some time passed. But really, it's unacceptable <laughs> when the when the going gets tough and you need to execute. You got You, you have to just oriented. you have to just do what needs to be done. You know, and the, and the more you go through life, you kind of start to get a feel for what this means. Like just doing what it takes. You know, doing what it takes, doing what's enough. And both those guys came up feebly short. Uh, so did Mike Patton. I mean, I just kind of took it for a little while there. Al, do you, do you want to add on to that? Like maybe take us up to, to halftime in the beginning well, of uh second half? Well, I, I just was going to throw out a stat. Aaron Rodgers passed the ball 48 times. He was 33 of 48. And we talked about this. It's really hard to win when you're throwing 40 times a game, 40, 50 times a game. 40, you, it rarely works. It rarely works. Uh, the, the run game was abandoned at times when I didn't think it deserved to be AJ Dillon had three carries and he had 17 yards and we saw the type of damage he was doing with every time he had the ball he was pretty much carrying guys on his back Jamal Williams he was electric really hyping up the team and getting first downs every time he got the ball whether it's pass catching or rushing and uh you know obviously Aaron Jones was like played himself out of the game at one point, but still to only give those guys 10 total carries after they were doing so well, I was, uh, I mean, it's just not a winning recipe and that's well, what happened. And you know they, what else is not a winning recipe at the goal line. You know, what else is not a winning recipe is wearing sombreros and touchdown shades and then going and fumbling the ball away in the biggest game of the season twice. You know, it's just, it's sad because like these are likable guys, but you just look like a freaking jokester when you do this stuff yeah i mean look anyone with a legitimate like the 70s or they would be this, like shaking this, their heads well if this is a real if this is like a real situation where you're at a real company and you botched something this important like say you botched a big merger you blew up a huge deal or you like you know did something catastrophic like you, all you had to do was like show up to work all you had it to do make was you not, reflect on wearing the hat and all, you had, that all you had to do is not fumble well guess what you'd be gone and if you wore a hat and sombrero anytime you did something good you'd be doubly gone you know you, you'd be, yeah. you know they'd, they'd say hey we would tell you to work from home but we're not going to be employing you anymore so it's unfortunate it's just really sad because these guys like it, it almost makes you see you think like you don't see the bucks doing that you know, it's like you don't see these championship teams wearing sombreros like and you want to have that balance of fun stuff. But like when when you mess up on such epic scales, it's it's just really hard to defend them. And, and Packers fans, like maybe we're being harsh right now. You know, you know that we we love this team with our heart and soul. You know that we're Packers fans through and through and we support these players through thick and thin. We've probably even been very lenient at points. But, man, you know, we're just trying to keep it real. and. uh I don't know. I don't know. MVS had a tremendous game. MVS came to play. Jair, three pass deflections, two interceptions. And that man is first team all pro. MVS had four receptions, 115 yards, 28.8 average. Henny Clark, eight total tackles, sack, TFL. He was a monster. Kenny Clark played amazing. Jerry Alexander played amazing. And so did Adrian Amos making these huge plays. I mean, there was a lot to like about various pieces on the defense. Even Elton Jenkins had a tackle. Just to tell you how the game went there. <laughs> <laughs> Elton Jenkins get uh, so, so did Lucas Patrick, sadly. Uh, oh my gosh. Just just absolutely brutal. I yeah. mean 
you know, think, AJ, AJ Dillon looked phenomenal. He looked phenomenal. He like he's, he's the future. Jamal Williams kind of showed that he's not really the lead back. You know, you, yeah. can, you can have him as a third down guy, but AJ Dillon, you know, Aaron Jones can be a lead back, but you, you really just, I don't want my lead back losing my football game. I don't want him fumbling multiple times in the, in the dynasty championship. I really don't, you know, I like Aaron Jones, but I don't want my lead back. Whoever's filling that role to lose me the football game. You know, so it's like Leonard Fournette. Didn't you know what I'm going to do, Packers fans? I'm going to take that 12 to 14 to 15 million Aaron Jones was scheduled to make, and I'm going to go and put it into a linebacker, a defensive lineman, another defensive back, maybe an offensive lineman or receiver, but it ain't going to Aaron Jones. So all the GMs on Twitter, I wonder what you guys would do. Uh, I'd be interested to hear some thoughts. You know, feel free to send us a DM. Feel free to tweet at us. It's going to be a lot of good banter. You know, the Packers are close. Let's just let's just take a step back. We are so close. There's no reason to really blow this up. You know, our core, our team, the core of this team is here. Yeah, it's just going to be kind of like retooling, fine tuning the edges, maybe reallocating some cap spend. Uh, You know, once again, maybe. Yeah. Let's not talk about the draft yet. Like once again, Preston Smith had no sacks. He's gone. Goodbye. I'm going to take that 15 million. I'm going to put it into someone else who actually, you know, does something. Chris Barnes, another Chris Barnes, I was impressed with. The man's a warrior. You know, he had a club on his hand. <laughs> he got taken out of the game twice because he, uh, like, banged his club. Like, man, I mean, this guy was fighting through the pain. Yeah. Respect. I think everyone who's just, like, got respect for Chris Barnes. Hell, hell of a rookie year for him. Uh, you know, if you're doing player grades, he might – he's an A grade because – I mean, I don't know about A. I mean, he exceeded expectations. He was able to play on the field. Undrafted free, undrafted free agent. Give the man a B plus. You know, we'll we'll get to that a a different time. But I I wouldn't give him an A. You know, like we have a championship standard. That's what I all I wanted to make clear to every Packers fan who's listening as well. This isn't about feel good. You know, this is about winning a championship. We've already been to the NFC Championship game enough times. Like it's not about. Chris Barnes throwing the guy an A grade, you know, because if, if he really did get an A grade, maybe we'd win that game. And and it's it's like none of that BS matters. None of that peripheral bull really matters. Like we're here to win a championship. It's no fun losing when you're this close. It hurts. It's almost feeling like, you know, I don't want to say time is wasted, but it feels like every season you don't do this. It's like we got to strap it up again. You know, it's kind of like One the Bucks. Last, yeah, Rodgers. It's kind of like the Bucks last year, you know, collapsing the playoffs. And then the previous year against the Toronto Raptors as well. You know, it's tough. You know that you're going to do a lot of winning the next year. You're going to be right there. But it's like you it's got hard a lot to get to time. this point. Yeah, it's hard to it's get to that difficult. championship. Yeah. I mean, think about the Rams. You know, like that was a hard-fought victory. And it just was. to like botch this game with so many mistakes – Oh, gosh. Good, good, good Lord. Lord you, know, gosh. you get the the uh, job done at home. But uh, unfortunately, didn't do it. Brady had three touchdowns, three interceptions, 20 of 36, 280 yards, the 73.9 rating. But he looked good. I mean, he had a lot of passes that were dropped by the, uh, the opponents or by his receivers. And... He was on the money when he needed to be. That was just every third down. I think he started off the first six or seven first third downs. He was passing. He had a over 20-yard average on those third downs. He was just picking apart the Packers' defense in the beginning. And that kind of, like, gave him that lead to 
manage the rest of the game. You don't want to be in a position where Tom Brady is managing the game. He even threw some interceptions, but it's just. Well, Tom Brady does what he always does. And guess what that is? Holds out games. That's win. That's do enough to win. It's like, it's just so frustrating to Packers fans because. The points I mean, we left I mean, on the board. The points we left on the board. I mean, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers just locking on to Devontae Adams. Like, yes, we want him throwing to 99. Yes, we want him throwing to Mr. 1-7, who's the best receiver in football. But don't do it to the point where it compromises your offense and your telegraphing. You know, like certain times Adams catching the ball, Rodgers is throwing him way out of bounds. Rodgers is throwing the ball behind Devontae Adams where he has to slide to stop short of a first down. You know, Rodgers was off today. He made some nice plays, but he did not play well enough to win. He did. he did not play well enough to win. And like, yes, we put the guy's stats up on Ike Packers. It's an amazing stat line. It's very good stat line, but like, man, like we're going home tonight. We're going yeah. home tonight. And he it's had three chances to pretty much score after those interceptions. Yeah. You know, just certain things like being nonchalant, like taking his time, whether it's the first half, the second half, Took a lot of sacks, you know, sacks, you know, like maybe just oh. dancing in the pocket, swagging too much. We love when Aaron Rodgers is swagging back there, but you got to get the ball out. You can't take a sack. Sacks are a drive killer. Yeah. Billy Turner. I mean, he lost his battle. It was just like individual battles were lost all over the board. It was like That's the Darnell really Savage pass like Tyler Johnson the rookie from Minnesota winning his battles against Sullivan yeah. you got uh Billy Turner losing his battles to Jason Pierre Paul Sh- that shouldn't happen like Pierre Paul he's been like through the ringer I mean, at this point I mean this guy firework it, blew up in his hand I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, like like and he was getting worked he was getting worked Paul was giving him the cleaners like almost untouched on some of those plays. And it just, it's disappointing to see. Um, Cause again, the Packers, they had the players, they had, they had that game right there. Can't be giving up. <laughs> can't be making that many mistakes and expect to win. I mean, it hurts because like, yes, we're going to just keep beating this thing. This Kevin King <laughs> in the ground. I know. It's, it's like, like we, I don't want to go back to it, but we, I, it's we, like, I can't sit, talk about it without going back to it. When we put up the poll as a coach, would you bench Kevin King for the rest of the game? And you know, like the overwhelming amount of people said, yes, 70% said, Probably yes. We should have done it. Well, here's the thing. That's what's really scary is when your second best cornerback is Kevin King and you, you like, I don't want to put backups in there against Tom Brady. I really don't. I really don't want Kevin King out there as well. It's a lose-lose situation, and we lost. And, you know, we're going to have to hit defensive backs in pre-agency. We're going to have to hit defensive backs in the draft. Uh, How about I mean, also- and, and, and then speaking of defensive backs, Darnell Savage, that huge play in the beginning of the game. Man, you got to just make that play. And I know it's a tough play, so I'm not going to be super critical. But, like, things like that happen, but, like, Two Ooh, things I no, want to talk like about. Plays you look back at. At the end, two plays you look back at. The one where Rodgers on third down from the eight-yard line is scrambling. He he splits the out to the right. Like the pocket kind of collapses behind him, and he's running towards the line of scrimmage, and he tries to throw against his body to Devontae Adams, who's not open when he could have ran that in. Um, we, we put out a poll saying, could Rodgers have ran that? touchdown in and in 2115 votes in 57 minutes 
48.3% said yes, he could have. It looked like he could have to me. So that was just like a poor decision that he made there in the moment to try and sneak it in. And if he doesn't get it in, running at least gets you closer for a more uh, for a fourth down attempt. But Matt LaFleur didn't go for it on fourth down after that. We put out a second poll saying, would you have kicked the field goal there? And it 1,475 votes in 56 minutes, 81.4% of people said no. 18.6 said yes. I don't understand how you could say yes in this situation because either way, you needed a touchdown. Well, I'm just going to keep it real with the fans. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and, you know, the offensive line, but really just Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, like those two, they had chance after chance after chance after chance to do this football game, to win this game. Jair Alexander, Packers fans, pulled off a miracle that will likely never happen again, and that is picking off two passes in the second half against Tom Brady in a playoff game. That yeah. will never happen, probably. I mean, it, it's literally a miracle. Like, the statistical chance of that Jair Alexander himself, that like having a superstar like that on the back end, a superstar who should have been first female pro, but that's watering the bridge. Like, having him do that kept us in this game. It gave Rodgers, you know, everyone calls Aaron Rodgers the greatest of all time. Well, you can't really say that, you know? Like, you really can't. Like, he's can't had chances. I mean... You know, he's the statistical excellence. He's, he's a statistical goat. He's the, the greatest statistical quarterback of all time. But, like, I mean, like, Jair Alexander, the superstar he is, performed a miracle to give Rodgers and LaFleur a chance, like multiple chances. And it's like then LaFleur comes in. He he can't make the calculation that, you know, he you have to go for it. it. It's just it's – How do you miss that out? It's unbelievable. And it's like, there's so many mistakes. It's like, it's like, not you're, it's not like you're going to fire LaFleur, right? You know, he earned enough to, to be back course, next year, sure. of course, but it's yeah. like LaFleur, man, another thing that really, you know, pretty much you could argue that loss is the game. Championships, you know, he's, well, dude, it's not about the entire game. It's about like that singular moments, like these other, you know, as many times as he messed up in the second half with Rogers and, you know, together collectively on their drives, they had a shot to go and get eight down, down in the red zone. It's like, dude. And you just can't say someone's a goat if they can't do that. And, and, and I will call Rodgers a statistical goat all day long. You know, he's the greatest statistical quarterback of all time. He might even be the most talented thrower of the football of all time. And I'll call him three VP. And guess what? He's my quarterback, but he had chances. He had chances. He knows it. You know, he knows it. He's not going to be blaming his teammates. He's not going to be saying, give me receivers. Like, although you they did see drop the pain on his face after the game. I mean, he was devastated when he, he didn't want to talk to Brady. He didn't want to talk to anyone. I can't blame I him. I mean, I he wouldn't talk to anyone. I mean, wide eyed. You could like see. Will it you know, ever, will you ever get a chance again? Yeah. Will you ever get a chance again? You, one, one can only hope. You a know, lot Pakistan, of thoughts. We can <laughs> I mean, only hope. And I mean, imagine what he's thinking in that moment. What do you think he's thinking, Cage? I think in that moment, Aaron Rodgers is just thinking like, you know, Man. the whirlwind, the whirlwind that comes in, you, you start going back and reflecting on things you could have done differently. And yeah. Rodgers knows, you know, whether that's throwing balls too high for Devontae, whether that's, you know, whipping balls behind Devontae, He's just whether that's taking, all those moments. taking sacks, you know, it's like, I mean, Rodgers could have played better, and he played great. You know, he's a, he gives us a chance. So, Packers fans, we're, we're riding with Rodgers till the end. You know, he's our guy. We're riding with Rodgers. Yeah, lucky end. to have him. 
12 is our quarterback, but, you know, just like a lot of players on the team, we're here to keep it real. 12 could have played better as well. Matt LaFleur could have coached better. Mike Pettin could have coached better, but he kept us in it in the second half. I don't want him back, um, you know, but he did keep us in it in the second half and and really just want to exclamation mark that Jair Alexander did the miracle single-handedly. He to, did. to keep us in the game and give 12 chances, give LaFleur chances. What a game from him. <sighs> I mean, it's just, yeah, I think that's a good time to uh, talk about a little bit. Maybe the future. Yeah, know, let's, just... let's talk about what's to come with the podcast. So, you know, we're wrapping up here like a instant reaction here tonight about the game and there's going to be more on the way. There's going to be more podcasts on the way headed into the off season. So we're going to, you know, talk to you guys throughout the Super Bowl, throughout the season, and beyond that. Well, um, do, do you have any words for him, Cage? Well, yeah, Packers fans, just know that we're we're always on the positive side of things here. We always try and keep it positive. This is something where we we debated recording a podcast right now, um, right after the game, and we said, should we do it? Should we not? Well, we want to just get this out of the way. It would be. <laughs> It would just be leave it all out on the field. Then just start fresh. We'll just, start fresh. Yeah, we'll leave it all on the field. It would be it would be a disservice <laughs> to you if we didn't t- do this podcast. Exactly. So we just, the highs the lows. We're not going to run from anything. And uh, you know, here we are, just just doing this. It hurts us just as much as it hurts you. You know, we we were we had a lot invested in this. Um, we were on the ride. We were on the roller coaster. Uh, you know, and there's, there's there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of down to the end. There's yeah. a lot of exciting things to come in the in the universe of Ike, the world of Ike. You know, we have all these other accounts. The Bucks are playing. NBA season's going to ramp up a little more if anyone's interested in that. You know, tons of cool giveaways out there. They're going to be right there until the end. Giannis is a two-time MVP. We have a little bit of a big three there with Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. The Badgers are always exciting between the football team and the basketball team. You know, yeah. usually pretty good ranked programs. Uh, a lot of exciting giveaways on there. The Brewers, you know, we have a homegrown star, not really a homegrown star, but a star that has decided to stick around in Christian Yelich, much like Giannis and much like Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, you know, we have one of the most talented general managers in the entire sport of baseball. He, he went to Harvard. He's super young. He's built this team with very, very, very limited resources. And uh, you can expect for them to be in it every year. And then on top of that, we have a lot of exciting stuff just going on with the brand as always you know, helping athletes with branding, helping businesses with branding, um, brand positioning, you know, just more content on the way in the Ike world. And we just want to thank everyone for following. There's more giveaways. There's more positivity. There's more creativity. Excuse me. There's more love on the way. And uh, we're going to be just riding with you guys. We, we can't thank everyone enough for just riding with us this entire season. Um, Ike Packers is tremendous tonight again, electric as always. So huge thank you to you guys for showing up from all over the world. Yeah, I mean, we can't even believe how fast this podcast has grown and how, how big it's grown. Thanks to everyone listening uh, all over the world, you know, over 40 countries. Um, you know, we're getting crazy numbers on this thing, charting in places we never thought we'd chart. Uh and, you know, it's a really all because of you guys. And there's more on the way. There's more on the way. Uh, if you enjoy hanging out with us here, you might check out some of our other stuff. You might want to tell a friend about it. And that's really what helps us. You know, we yep. want to stay in touch with you guys no matter what. But so, don't worry. Uh, we are going to definitely keep in touch through the Ike Packers podcast. 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's plenty dead. to come. There's, there's plenty, plenty to come, Packers fans. So, like, so we this- don't plan on you know stopping anytime soon. We're gonna be riding with you every step of the way. So that being said, I just want to thank everyone once again. You know, just we'll take this and we'll move forward like we always do. Exactly. Never give up. Get it Never out with up. someone you got to get it out with tonight. Yeah, uh, get it out with someone you got to get it out with this week. You know, have that banter sesh. Don't don't bottle it up inside. You don't know? bottle it up. Don't let, become let a depressed. Let those, let those rage takes out. You know, <laughs> just <laughs> you might say something you regret later on. But uh, just let it out. Just, just let it out, <laughs> and, and then move on. Because I think that's what we plan on doing, and uh, we hope you guys are right there with us. Wishing everyone a good week ahead. Uh, Packers weren't able to get the job done, but a lot to be optimistic about. As we'll keep getting the job done all around the board. So yep. a lot to look forward to in, in the world. So thanks let's do for it. rocking us with us. And until next time, Packers fans, go pack, go. We're go out. Pack, go forever. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go, pa- go.